Welcome to the Small Baller Podcast. My name is Trevor Reddick, and as always, I'm joined by a man who may have beaten me in fantasy football this week, Brandon Siegel. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing quite well. That was a great intro. It's one of my favorite you've ever done. I, Trevor, here's here's what it comes down to, okay? Uh, your team's is not that good. And I've been saying that to you uh, for a couple weeks now, and I know you're, you've been giving me some pushback, um, and you don't believe me. And, and just for the listeners at home, we do have a little bit of a small ballers league with all the small ballers and a couple other uh, buddies of ours. Um, and, uh, you know, if we're being honest, my team is, is the best here. But there is mm. someone whose team rivals mine and low-key might actually be better than mine. And that is, of course, the third member of this podcast, Ben O'Brien. Ben, how was your week? It was good, Brandon. I can't complain. And I'm glad you brought up this whole fantasy football thing because uh, I'd like to point out this league's not for money. So realistically, I'm just I'm just playing so I can beat you two. So I haven't played either one of you, so I'm getting some, some tune-up games in here before I can play one of you two. Um, because the because if I lose every game but beat, but beat both of you, then I consider it a, a successful team because that's really my only goal here as – I've consistently shown that I am, you know, the clear winner of the three of us. Um, I feel like I I should be continuing that in our fantasy football. Considering Brandon pretty much helps me win in my other league, I feel like I it's it it, it would make so much sense of if you know the uh, the student would eventually beat the master, as I guess I could say, not to toot your own horn, or anything, <laughs> not to not to you know, build up your confidence, Brandon. But I want to I want to beat you too. That's basically what I'm trying to to uh, get at here. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, of course, nice to hear. Uh, it's never going to happen, but it is nice to hear. I, I appreciate you, you know, wanting to be there. But let's focus back in on our episode. We are recording this one on Friday a little bit early, um, so we're not going to talk about college football as the games have not happened yet. However, we do have uh, some fun things planned for today um, that will be really, really enjoyable to, to I mean, hopefully enjoyable to, to you know, listen to and We'll, uh, we'll kind of get into it here. Starting off with kind of our takeaways from last week's epi- or episode, excuse me, last week's uh, NFL games. Um, it's going to be a very NFL-heavy episode today. Um, so, Trevor, I'm going to start with you. Do you have any major takeaways from uh, this past week in the NFL, or really the NFL as a whole this season? Yeah, so here is my main takeaway from last week, okay? Last week when we recorded the episode, we did a segment where we talked about like, who is the team that you just have no idea whether they're good or not? And last week, I said it was the Minnesota Vikings. Well, I'm here to tell you, it's no longer the Minnesota Vikings. The team that I have no idea whether they are good or not is now, num- like, number one, it's the New Orleans Saints. I mean, I just have no idea what's going on with this team. I can't predict them from week to week. I have no idea whether they're going to win against Washington um, on Sunday. We're recording this on Friday, so a couple of days away. I have no idea how that game's going to go. But they are now 2-2. Two and two. They have destroyed the Green Bay Packers. They then lost to the Panthers, only put up 7 points. They then looked very good against uh, my New England Patriots. I watched that game. Their defense was very good. And then they just lost to the Giants, who actually might be better than I thought they were. But regardless, I don't think they should be losing to the Giants. Considering, uh, to be honest, I kind of thought the Saints would maybe sneak in and get a wild card spot at the beginning of the season. But if you're losing the Giants and you're 2-2 two and two now, I'm not sure if they're going to be able to get a wild card spot. So it's really hard to predict them. Uh, you know, the Jameis roller coaster is kind of going on. You know, the master that is Sean Payton, is he actually the master now that he is no longer Drew Brees? I don't know. You know, just a lot of question marks there with the Saints. So that was my main takeaway that I wanted to point out. Yeah, so a lot of things I think we can kind of touch on. The first I want to touch on uh, is the Browns. 
And we saw them uh, play the uh, the Vikings this week in a, uh, a a close contest, to say the least. Fourteen to seven, the Browns won away. Great to win an away game. Uh, here's the thing about the Browns: uh, the Browns have such a good football team. Like they they should be able to compete for a Super Bowl this year. Uh, the only issue is, and it's a pretty big one, I think. You know, it's tough to win football games with glaring weaknesses. The Browns. Uh, you know, fortunately for them, don't have a lot of glaring weaknesses. You look up and down their offense, uh, for the most part, uh, has an enormous amount of talent. You look at their defense, their linebackers have really stepped up this year. They've had a secondary that's been awesome against a Vikings offense uh, that's relatively good. Uh, not a relatively good Vikings team, but a very good offense. Uh, their D-line, of course, Miles Garrett to Davion Clowney have both been wonderful. But you look at the glaring weakness, and it's a big one. Uh, they don't have a good quarterback. They just don't. I understand Browns fans want to believe that Baker is the guy. I understand that. I get that. Okay? I have a quarterback that I absolutely love too. And everyone wants to think he's the guy too. I don't know if he is yet. Can't say that for sure. Okay? I love Lamar. But I know he can't, you know, throw uh, the ball and bring the team down the team with two minutes left. Okay? We haven't been able to see a ton of that from him yet. Okay? But one thing we have seen from Baker is that he stinks. And that's 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 kind of the the truth of it. The Browns should have won this game approximately ninety to seven. Uh, that's what the score should have been because the Vikings stink, uh, and Baker inhibited that to a fourteen to seven win. Uh, and this is going to inhibit their season moving forward a lot. We've talked about Baker a lot on this podcast uh, as we you know I live in Cleveland. Two of us are from Cleveland. So we got a lot of Browns fans around us. Um, but this will not be the season for Baker Mayfield. I understand he might be injured. I don't really care. It doesn't matter to me. Uh, he's just not a good player, and he is inhibiting the Browns from their full, full potential. Ben, anything that you want to piggyback off of uh, that we've said or anything you want to add to your takeaways from this past week in the NFL season? Yeah, I, I just want to bring up the Buffalo Bills real quick because I don't know if you guys remember, but I mean, remember back to, I don't know, like three weeks ago when – the Bills got their butt kicked by by the Steelers, and people are like, oh, no, what's wrong with the Bills? Um, and if you don't remember that, that's exactly my point because it was three weeks ago. It was the first week. It didn't matter. Um, I guess relatively it didn't really matter because now we're looking at, you know, I'm not saying that they they beat the best team ever in the Houston Texans, but they beat a group of professional athletes 40-0. to zero. Um, And Josh Allen didn't even play that great. He had like 250 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. It's not like he had this amazing stat line. Point is, Buffalo Bills are as good, if not better, than what people thought they'd be coming into the season at this point. Um, at this point in in the year, in my opinion, um, and they are a dangerous, dangerous team um, to be playing and to be messing with. And I would not be a fa- or I would not have a fun time if if the team I was rooting for were playing the Buffalo Bills at any point this year because uh, their defense looks like they're pretty good. Obviously, they have a great quarterback. They have great receivers. They have capable running backs that are that are not going to lose them the game. Um, I have been very impressed with the Buffalo Bills after week one this year, and I think most people have. Um, and again, we, we have not seen them play the Chiefs yet. If you're listening to this, you probably have. But I'm hoping that if you're listening to this, you're remembering as I'm talking and going, yeah, that Chiefs-Bills game was an awesome game because I cannot wait to watch that game. Um, and I, I, I just, again, I cannot emphasize enough how legit the Bills are. Um, they are everything that people thought they'd be at this point in the year, and I'm so excited to see what, what they do moving forward this, this season. Yeah, uh, 100%. Trevor, any final, uh, you know, opinions you have on this past week? Yeah, um, I mean, we're so we're he- here through four weeks. It's not quite the quarter mark because there's 17 uh, games. 
but I think there's we're, we're starting to get a better idea of like who are some of the worst teams, who are some of the best teams, and we'll talk about that more after we do trivia and randomly ranked. But um, again, I, I think it's been a great start to the NFL uh, season. A lot of fun players, a lot of fun teams to watch. So um, obviously, you know, we 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 did also have that that Bucks Pats game, which I guess briefly I can mention, although it's been. Uh, when you're listening to this over a week ago, um, obviously the Bucks did manage to get away with a win in a very rainy game uh, where Belichick seemed to throw kind of the kitchen sink against the Bucks offense. was pretty successful. Um, again, with the Bucks, there are some concerns with the defense, with some of the injuries there. Uh, Brady obviously did not have his best game, but um, it's, it is the Pats. It is his old team, so I don't put a ton of stock into that. And then with the Pats, obviously it's... Um, just their their offense overall is is pretty limited there um, with their team, and now obviously we saw this Stephon Gilmore trade, which seems like it it was going to happen. Um, like regardless, they had to get rid of him, whether it's releasing him, whether trading him, um, and obviously they were able to get a sixth round pick off of it. But uh, uh, ideally, I think you know if you're the Patriots, you would have liked to have gotten more than that. But uh, that's I guess at least you could say, well, at least they got something for it. So. Um, you know, that's what happened there. But for the Pats, um, I was a little more optimistic about them preseason. Now, after this one and three start on uh, offense, just looking uninspiring overall, not as high on them. Yep. hundred percent. And we're going to, you know, get into this NFL week, uh, some more in a little bit, but before we get to that, uh, we're going to, I guess, end our little mini version of small talk and move on into small talk trivia. Uh, so, Trevor, what is the current scoreboard? So, current score, Ben with the lead, uh, 7.5 points. Brandon with 6.5 points, and I have 5 points. Okay, and here's going to be our order for today. We have Ben asking Trevor, Trevor asking me, and then I'll be asking Ben a question. So, Ben, you are up first. All right, Trevor, my question is an NFL trivia question, and it has to do with the NFL playoffs, the NFL postseason. Trevor, my question to you is, which current NFL franchise has played the least amount of playoff games? Which current NFL franchise has the least amount of playoff appearances in their franchise history? Okay. So this is, is this, did you say total playoff games or just seasons where they made the playoffs? Just current uh, uh let me let me check games played in the playoffs games okay, okay. So not seasons they made but i guess games played so i guess a couple seasons they they could have had two or three playoff games so it's total games played which current franchise has played the least amount of playoff games okay which current nfl franchises play the least amount of playoff games okay so i mean again you know you always worry about giving your thought process because brandon can steal um but obviously, I could easily just go down the line. I could easily rule out plenty of teams that are very good, um, for sure. So there's a lot of different teams I can rule out. Um, uh, one team that I really like, obviously, is definitely not the answer. Um, but team, a team that would have the least amount of playoff games in their franchise, in their franchise's history. So this is definitely a tough question. Um but at least there are definitively only 32 possible answers, so that's better than a complete shot in the dark, I guess. You know, um, Trevor, I like to give my trivia questions as multiple choice, multiple choice. So yeah, I'm oh. giving you a one in 32 chance of getting it right. I feel like those are pretty good odds for you. Very, very, like help you out a little bit. very generous. 
So because Brandon's probably gonna ask me some question where I have like you know four thousand players to pick from in, in NFL history. Or something <laughs> like that. So I like to give Maybe. you I like to give you a multiple choice question, Trevor. Maybe okay. So least amount of playoff games that this current NFL franchise has played. All right, I'm going to give an answer here. It is at the top of my mind. So you know what? I'm just gonna give it. It might be wrong, but it's really just like sticking out in my mind, and I feel like. I don't know. This this is my gut instinct. Could totally be wrong. Maybe I'm missing something here. Um, I'm going to say that it is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Obviously, could be wrong, but uh, that that's the first team that came up in my mind. And you know what? I'm gonna go with it. That's the that's the kind of mood I'm in right now. I'm gonna go Jacksonville Jaguars. Trevor, Jacksonville Jaguars is incorrect. I'm sorry. I, of course, I'm always Team Trevor. I hate to say that, but Jacksonville Jaguars is incorrect. There is, I believe they are the second fewest. There, there is oh. one team that has had less playoff games than the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's rough. So, Brandon, I hate doing this, but you now have a chance to steal. Brandon, what is your answer for this question? So, I am 100% positive it was one of two teams. I couldn't figure out which two, or which of the two teams. My guess would have, my first guess would have been the Jags. My second guess is the Texans. The reason it's those two is those are the newest teams. Texans were founded in, I think, 99, and the Jags were, I believe, in 95 or 93, around there. Uh, so, they're two of the newest teams. I guess technically the Ravens were in 97, but if you consider the Baltimore teams before that, whatever. I don't know. But those are the two teams that are relatively new that don't have a lot of playoff wins, and the Ravens have a lot of playoff games, for sure. Uh, so I would have went with the Jags, but since Trevor took the Jags and that was wrong, I'm going to go with the Texans, and I I would put my confidence at 90% that I am correct. I think it's one of those two teams. All right, Brandon. I, again, I hate this, but you're right. It's the Houston Texans. Um, again, I agree with your thought process. I figured you guys would would guess the Texans or the Jags or maybe, I don't know, like the Lions or something. But I figured you'd guess a team that was newer. Um, Houston Texans have played 10 playoff games in their franchise's history, which, again, it can't be more than 25 years, 20, 30 years. Um, so, again, I, I don't know. I was a little surprised by that. I don't know why I thought maybe it'd be the Jags or, I don't know, maybe the, maybe the Lions. That's a good question, Ben. Or maybe even the Bengals. But it is the Houston Texans. Believe it or not, they've only ever played 10 playoff games. Their record is 4-6 and six in those 10 games. Yeah, I, I, Two I like Two of those that. wins I like to point out are against the Bengals, too. No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Trevor, you're up. Ask a question. Ask away. All right. So, um, I'm also going with playoffs. However, I'm going with a different league. I'm going with the NBA playoffs. Um who okay. is the player um, that has the most NBA uh, playoff triple doubles in their career? So the player with the most career playoff triple doubles. That's the question. Oh, I mean, I feel like it has. Uh, well, I don't want to give it away. So here's the thing. I think, I think there's an obvious answer. And you wouldn't ask it if there was an obvious answer. But I don't know who else it could be besides the obvious answer. Which, I, I guess I'll say it because I'm probably going to end up guessing it. I, I think the obvious answer is LeBron. I, I, I think it's LeBron. Uh, I'm, I'm not... Can, 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 I, can we get a clue? Is it in our lifetime? Um, I'm not giving that clue. All, all's, all's I can okay. say is that, um, and this does this isn't going to change any kind of thought process. But the NBA did not track okay. triple doubles until 
1979, so it's definitely not before then. But that, I mean, that's not really going to change any of your thought process okay. regardless, but just saying. I, I can't think of anyone that's not LeBron. I If it's not LeBron, he's going to be, like, second for sure. So I'll guess LeBron. I, I'd imagine, Ben, do you know it? No, I have a guess, and I don't think it's a great guess, okay. but it's the first thing I thought of, and I'm going to go for it. Okay, I'm going to say LeBron. I, I just have no other name that's popping into my head. So, LeBron, final answer. All right, uh, LeBron was not correct. LeBron is number two on this list. Um, okay. So, Ben, it's your chance to steal for half a point. All right, Trevor, I have a guess. And it, I'm not saying this is a – it's not a terrible guess. I don't think – I don't know if it's going to be the right one, but I like the guess, and I think it could be – kind of out there enough to where it's like I could I could like you know I could have thought of it but it's not like an easy answer so my guess is somebody played a lot of playoff games maybe not recently but maybe 10-ish years ago I'm gonna go Rajon Rondo he was a triple double threat on the Celtics they went to the playoffs a lot my guess is Rajon Rajon Rondo wait hold on hold on Trevor I have another guess I understand I'm not getting points but I want to know if I'm right so I'm putting it in the in in discord I want you to tell me if I'm right because I think I just thought of one that now I feel like is correct okay um if if you could see (laughs) yes I just typed yes I see it and yes you would be correct um with that oh um Magic Johnson is the answer of this question uh, Magic Johnson has 30 playoff triple doubles. LeBron only two behind him. LeBron has 28. Um, Rondo. Uh, okay, so he'll break that this year. He, he might. Yeah, he might. He might break it this year. Um, Rondo was tied for fifth with Draymond Green oh, wow. uh, and Larry Bird. So you know, Rondo, not not a bad guess, Ben. Not a bad guess. But the answer is Magic okay, Johnson. I'll take it. When when you said it. Ben, I was like, that's a terrible answer, but I guess it really wasn't that bad. Well, here's answer. the thing also. I looked it up before I gave the answer, but I already decided that Rajon Rondo was going to be my final guess, so I knew I was going to be wrong, but I actually didn't hate, again, I didn't hate the guess, so I was okay with having Rajon Rondo as my as my answer. Okay. Well, hey, it was, a, it was much better guess than I thought. Okay, Ben, it's my turn to ask you a question. This question is not easy Dude, come on. at all. So I will, Hey, you got my <laughs> one last week, Okay. And that one wasn't easy at all. I'm gonna. It's a similar type of question, and I'm gonna give you the same leeway. Like, I'm gonna give you some leeway on the question. Okay. All right. Let's hear. So it. He, he, here's the question: How many players in NFL history have ran a 99-yard touchdown? So last week was passing, correct? Yes. Today is oh how my. many have ran for a 99-yard? touchdown and i'm gonna i'm gonna give you a one player leeway so if it is 10 and you guess 11 you'll get it right all right come on dude seriously (laughs) i'm giving trevor a multiple choice question one in 32 and you're giving me just some number that could be anywhere from i don't know five to a thousand um okay what do you think do you think it's closer to five or a thousand i think it's closer to five um well then you have an idea but i i do think and you don't have to tell me but I think I remember last year the answer or last week the answer being like fourteen or something, and you don't have you can you don't have to confirm or deny that. I I think last week's was I think it was uh fifteen. Okay, it, it, whatever it was in that 13. area. Okay, so but my point is I think I think they will there will be more rushing ninety nine yarders than passing. I don't know maybe it's just because rushing has been around more common in in the NFL longer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna assume that's higher than that. In terms of the number, dude, I have no idea. I don't even like. 
I don't even have a thought process for it because I don't have any statistics or anything. To it's think a hard about. question. It is a hard question, but I like it again because I actually kind of want to know. Um, it's a, it's one of those questions that I think is like the perfect like like oh did you know this question you know absolutely it's like useless trivia that I'll never forget but I have exactly. no reason to ever know. Um, <laughs> yes. Like now you guys know that the Houston Texans have played in the playoffs or playoff ten playoff games for no reason. Um, okay. I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna tell you right now. It's gonna. I'm gonna guess in the. Oh man. I'm gonna guess in the 30s, and I'm kind of scared to guess that high, but I feel like 20s might. I don't know. NFL's been around for a while. I'm gonna guess in the 30s. I'll say 33. Larry Legend, Larry Bird. That's my final guess. 33. All right. Your answer is incorrect. Okay. Ben, or excuse me, Trevor, it is to your steal. All right, so this is rushing. Last week we did passing, so uh, this is interesting. Um, it's gonna be a tough. It's gonna be a tough one for sure. You know, y- you said the margin was one, and I remember last week the margin was two. So mm-hmm. I think, uh, you know, Ben said it's high. I think he thinks it might be higher than last week. I don't. I don't think so. I think it's probably lower. Um, but again, this is going to be kind of a shot, not a shot in the dark, because again, it's, I think it's lower than 15, so it's like, it could be one of 14 different answers, I guess. But I'm just going to go with uh, a round number here, uh, kind of like a, I don't know, a solid number. I'm going to go with 10. Obviously, you know, it's probably wrong, because margin of one, but 10 is going to be my guess. Okay, so 10 is actually incorrect. Uh, the correct answer was 2. And you know, I was kind of hoping you picked up on that clue because I wanted to help you guys. This is such a difficult question. So the margin was less. I was hoping you'd get less. I was pretty surprised, Ben, you went higher. Um, but the, the actual correct answer is two. Two rushing touchdowns uh, that were 99 yards. Uh, Tony Dorsett in 1982 and Derrick Henry in 2018. Uh, so, you know, the more you know. It, it's a fun trivia question. That's one of those, you know, interesting, like, party-type things, uh, if you get what I mean. Yeah. Um, but we'll... we'll We'll, uh, we'll move right along here. Um, next up, we have um, uh, randomly ranked, excuse me. Uh, and this is the segment we take a completely random topic and rank it. It's very self-explanatory. Um, and today's, we have the top three things to dip. Uh, top three things to dip. So, uh, you know, I'll start, I'll start off today. Number three, I got to go with pretzels. Uh, there's a, it's very versatile. There's a lot you can dip in with pretzels. You know, you got chocolate, you got peanut butter, uh, and you got Nutella. And Ben, you remember in college, me and you ate a lot of pretzels Dude, and Nutella. It's just a Nutella. Very large uh, it's just it's it's so great, man. I can't. It's so Nutella's great. so good. It's not talked about enough. It's I not, think. man. It's slept on for sure. It really is slept on. Uh, number two, see, number two and one, I had a tough time. It's really one A and one B. Um, but but number two, I decided to go with chicken tenders or chicken nuggets, I guess. Um, just a lot of stuff you can dip it in. Um, and uh, number one, I, I feel like should be you know no secret. Everyone should have this as their number one, and that's French fries. It's kind of the ultimate dippable food, um, and pretty easily it hit my number one spot. Trevor, what is your top three favorite things to dip? Yeah, so it's interesting. Um, I'm not too surprised you had French fries at number one. I know how much you love them, um, and I that that's what's going to start off my list here at number three. I have French fries. Um, French fries, as you said. A great thing to dip you know you could dip them in ketchup you could dip them in hot sauce you know whatever whatever you want I'm not judging you know if you're dipping fries in ranch I'm okay with that personally so other people might not be but I'm okay with it if you're dipping french fries in your frosty your ice cream I'm okay with that uh, number two I'm going with cookies specifically 
I'm going with uh, sugar cookies. Now I'm going with sugar cookies specifically for dipping, um, mostly in the milk I would say, but I also really like hot tea. Um, sugar cookies for me are very good uh, to dip specifically um, because it's like a, it's really, I mean, just sugar, right? Like if I was going to go with chocolate chip cookies, I don't know if they're quite as good to dip because I would rather just take a bite of the chocolate chip cookie and then drink the milk personally. So that's my number two. Uh, number th one, I'm going with uh, a food that I love because in general, I love just Mexican food in general. So it's got to be tortilla chips. I love salsa. Salsa is one of my favorite foods. So of course, the thing that you dip in the salsa is tortilla chips. And also, you know, you have queso. Uh, you know, some people really like guacamole. There's a lot of things that you can uh, use uh, to dip, you know, obviously with tortilla chips. So that's my number one. Ben, the last one up here. Top three things to dip. Yeah, my number three, I mean, it's been said, the pretzel. I mean, you can dip pretzels in multiple things. Nutella, peanut butter. Uh, there's plenty of things you can dip pretzels in. Just It's a nice, I don't know, it's a nice well-rounded snack that you could have with, with, with a pretzel and you dip it in something. Uh, so pretzel had to, be, had to be my number three. Um, my number two, I went with tortilla chip again for everything you guys said. Um, there's multiple things you can dip in. It's just a nice snack to have around. Um, if there's tortilla chips in the area, it's dangerous for me because I will just keep eating them until I can no long, until my finger can literally no longer grab them. Um, so I gotta, I gotta push them away because otherwise I won't even know what I'm doing it. I'll just keep eating them. Um, because again, there, there's so many different things you can dip them in and they're just, it, it's just a good snack to have. Um, my number one is, is an odd one and I didn't think either one of you would have it and you didn't. Um, but the reason I have it at number one is because you can quite literally dip it in anything and it's usually pretty good because this object doesn't really taste like anything and that's celery. You can dip celery in anything and it's usually pretty good. Um, I've had celery dipped in Nutella. That's great. I've had it dipped in like a chocolate sauce before. I've had it dipped in peanut butter. Um, even at like beat ups, you got leftover wing sauce, dip it in some buffalo sauce. That celery is great for that too. Um, so again, might, might be a hot take, might be an unpopular opinion, but because celery doesn't really have a whole lot of taste, I feel like it's, it's pretty versatile in terms of you can dip in anything um, because it's really not going to change the, the taste and the substance of whatever you're dipping it in anyway. Um... Interesting. I, I did not see a celery take. It's versatile. I, I, yeah. said, I said it was a sleeper, man. It was a sleeper. I, there would, yeah, there would just... be no vegetable that would make my top 100 when it comes to this. <laughs> Honestly, I almost put strawberries on there, too, because you can dip strawberries on, on a few different things and it'd be pretty good as well. But, but That's not a vegetable. F fruit, okay, yeah. I, fruits I understand can work. That, fruits can work, that. but not vegetables. <laughs> Whatever, forget yeah, it. All right, you know what? I don't Fine, know forget it. Forget, let's forget I ever said anything then. I guess it was stupid. My bad. <laughs> no, hey, hey. Whatever. Here's the thing, though. There are no wrong you know what's opinions. interesting is you actually, you actually kind of convinced me of it while listening. Because I'm not like, like, I don't like celery, but you make a good point. Like, it kind of doesn't really have a taste. I mean, I don't really like, like celery either, but it doesn't taste like anything. So, like, it's not, you can't really eat it. And I think, like, there's ants on a log. Like, everyone loves ants on a log, and that's celery, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't like raisins, but, like, yeah. celery doesn't, it's just mainly water. So, like, you dip it in, like, peanut butter is like you're just eating peanut butter yeah it's actually i mean number one hot take but like on the list I well you know, know i go big bad. or go home if i was gonna have that sleeper on there i just i had to put a top why not yeah, yeah i gotta, I gotta cool. say one last thing if, if you're gonna you know have this be your take and have this be your reasoning then i might as well just put like a, a plastic spoon as my number one at that point and just say <laughs> oh plastic spoon i can dip like all right, thank know. you, Trevor, for completely tearing apart my argument that I had. Yeah, whatever. I guess, yeah, I could have used, like, my finger, too, and just say, I like to dip my finger in peanut <laughs> butter. Okay, whatever, forget it. 
Alrighty, well, let's get more into the NFL here, uh, and let's start off with a, a couple interesting topics. So, you know, like we said, we're, we're, we're at this weird point where we're recording on a Friday, so it's tough because we can't really talk about the games that just happened as you listen to this podcast, but we don't want to talk about the ones that are super long, so we got a couple interesting topics here. Let's start off with this first one. The NFC West, um, most people would consider this the best division in football. Um, you know, Cardinals, Rams, Niners, Seahawks, a lot of good teams on this lineup here. Um, and, uh, it's, it's interesting because, you know, I don't, you look at this lineup here, uh, of these four teams, is there a way, and Trevor, I'm going to go to you, is there a way that the four of them could potentially all make the playoffs? Yeah. So obviously, you know, this question is something that, you know, I, I kind of came up with this because we have the NFC West, obviously it's a very good division. You know, we, we just saw Thursday night game last night with the Seahawks and Rams and all four of these teams to me are very good I think they all are playoff caliber teams if I'm straight up ranking the best teams in the NFC I think all four of these teams are in the top seven so could they all make the playoffs um I I don't know it's I mean it's never happened we've never seen a division have all four teams make the playoffs obviously we just recently saw it be expanded to seven so that's part of the reason but couldn't happen I think it's possible it's it's very unlikely but I think this could potentially be a year where it could happen will it i mean if you're playing the odds it probably won't right it probably will just be two or three more more than likely i think they'll get mm-hmm. three i don't know if they'll actually get four um but if you look at those four teams the cardinals they are four and zero. um currently you look at their schedule as they're playing very well um and yeah their schedule has some tough games but really i think to make the playoffs you probably need what like uh, if we're being safe, 11 wins, 11 and 6, probably to safely make the playoffs. 10 wins might get you in there. Um, but I think 11 wins, I think the Cardinals are most likely going to do that. The Rams, same. They're at 4 and 1. Now, the Niners and Seahawks is where it gets a little more interesting here. The Niners are 2 and 2. Uh, they do play the Cardinals on Sunday. And then we have the Seahawks, who are now 2 and 3. Uh, we're getting a little bit more injuries. Like Russell Wilson, obviously, we saw the, the finger injury that I refuse to, to look at. I still don't want to see. Uh, what happens still don't want to see that review uh but regardless i think it could happen but i think um again you'd have to have these teams beating up on each other like the seahawks can't go one in five in their division they did win one game against the niners already but they can't you know they can't lose the rest of their divisional games if they lose the rest of their divisional games then they that'd be seven losses right there and then they'd have to run the table with the teams that they don't play um in their in their division so then they'd be playing a team like the packers who is pretty good um i I guess that's probably the best team they play that's not in their division um so it's possible but i I think it's going to be tough i think we're gonna you know at the end of the season i think it's going to be close when we look at like whoever that fourth team is and it's going to be them and you'll probably have a team maybe like the carolina panthers that are in the mix maybe a team like i don't know um who knows who's going to come out of this I mean, the Packers have the NFC North, but then who else is going to be the wild card, right? So it's going to be interesting to see. I think it's possible, but it definitely is a rarity for sure. Um, So I actually think there's absolutely no shot of this happening, mostly because I don't think the Niners and Seahawks are that great, especially not the Seahawks aren't going to have Russell Wilson for six to eight weeks potentially. Um, so to me, it seems almost 0% chance this happens. I actually will go so far to say, uh, I think there's a decent shot that only one of these teams gets a wild card spot. Um, 
and basically for what you said, Trevor, I think they got to win 10 games. Now, I don't know if I see the Niners or Seahawks quite making 10 games. Um, and I think deceivingly, this is not the best conference uh, in, in football. I actually think it's the AFC West, uh, who I think has three really solid teams, the Chargers, Raiders, and Chiefs, where I think there's only two really solid teams in this division. So I, I see it kind of hard uh, to pan out. Um, but let's let's move to the next topic, and Ben, I'm going to start with you on this topic. Um, and, you know, we'll see if, if there, there probably won't be too many hot takes here. Are there any teams you think you could rule out of the playoffs right now? I mean, absolutely. There are definitely teams you could rule out. I think the first one you could easily rule out would be the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, they're just not good. And I guess they almost beat the Bengals, and if the Bengals didn't have Joe Burrow, they would have beaten the Bengals. Um, but they're not a good team. I mean, Trevor Lawrence didn't look terrible, but they got a lot of issues right now, and they're just not a good team, even with Trevor Lawrence. Um, and nobody thought they'd be a good team anyway. So I think even before the year, you, you could have easily ruled them out. But now 0-4, um, there's no way that team's making the playoffs. Uh, I don't think the Jets are making the playoffs. I just think there's no way they, they still got to play the Bills, um, I think, twice. Uh, Zach Wilson has struggled. He's not terrible, but he's not great. He's not looking like a top three pick or whatever he was. Um, so I definitely think you could rule out rule out the Jets as well. Um, in terms of the NFC, and again, there's more teams. Out, I'm not going to go through every team. But in terms of, of the NFC, there's definitely teams that you could rule out. For instance, the Lions, they're 0-4. And they're not going to go 0-16. I don't think they're... They're the worst team ever, but 0-4, they're more than likely, I'd put a lot of money on it, they're not going to make the playoffs. Um, and again, that's just mainly because they're the Lions. Uh, and if I had to pick one more team from the NFC, since, since I'll do I'll do two from the AFC and two from the NFC, um, I would say the the Atlanta Falcons. And I guess they're 1-3, which means they're not completely out of it. They could make a run and they could um, make the playoffs, but they got to play the Bucks and the Panthers and even the Saints with Jameis Winston. Uh, in their division multiple times. So it's not looking good for the Falcons. I would put a lot of money on them not making the playoffs. And Matt Ryan, for what for whatever he is, he, he he's had a good career. Um, it's not looking good for him right now. He's not having a, a great year. Uh, the Falcons have a lot of issues, and it's going to be a, probably going to be a pretty long year for them and their fans. So, Trevor, before I throw it back over to you, there's something interesting I wanted to point out. If we look at the AFC right now, this is a weird conference. I want you both to... And everyone listening at home to tune in, go look at the AFC standings right now. We have the AFC East, three and one, one and three, one and three, one and three. Terrible division. AFC North, three and one, three and one, three and one, one and three. Very good division. Can we, let's AFC just hold on, Brandon. South. Let's just take a moment not to interrupt you. Can you tell me who the one and three team is in the AFC oh, North? Yes. I just want to hear. Actually, it. Please, Ben, you can interrupt me anytime if this is what you want to interrupt me about. Uh in last place. Uh, with a horrible plus-minus of minus 26, one of the lowest-scoring teams in the NFL. Actually, they might be, I think they are the second-lowest-scoring team in the NFL, um, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, it is such a great That's thing awesome to see to them hear. last I love, I, love, I love to hear you say that. I really do. But so then we get to the AFC South, which this might be the worst division in sports right now. Tennessee Titans 2-2, two and two, Texans 1-3, and three, Colts 1-3, Jags 0-4. Then we look at the AFC West, 3-1, and 3-1, 3-1, 2-2. What a weird conference this is. Uh, don't you think, Trevor? Like, such a weird conference. Yeah, I, I think it is very weird that there's two very good uh, divisions in the AFC, two very bad divisions. I mean, really, we, we talked about how last year the NFC East was so bad. I think the AFC South, um, as it stands, might be set up to be worse than the NFC East is last year. We'll see. Obviously, the Titans, they're dealing with a lot of injuries um, right now, and presumably they are the best. They're probably the best team in this division, so maybe they'll get it together mm -hmm. when they get healthy, but 
this division is certainly bad. Um, regarding the teams that I can count out, Ben, I think, mentioned all four of them. There are, four, for me, I listed out four teams where I'm like, they're done. No chance. Look, for, look forward to next year for Jets fans, Jaguars fans, Lions fans, and Falcons fans. Those four teams, you're done this year. Sorry. You can look forward to the draft. You can look forward to next year. Uh, you know, a couple of those teams have, have younger quarterbacks, rookie quarterbacks. So it's a little bit, you know, it's not quite as bad if you're a Falcons fan or a Lions fan. Uh, I, I, I got to say, I feel bad for uh, you. There's a couple other teams that I was, you know, looking at, but I couldn't quite get there. Like the Steelers, I was like, you know, Tomlin's never had a losing record. Can I, can I really count them fully out? I couldn't quite get there. Um, the Giants, another team, couldn't quite get there because they did look good in their last game. Um, but what, what do you think, Brandon? Do you agree with my four, or are there any that you would uh, add in there that you could definitely rule out? Yeah, the only other team I add in, and just because I hate them so much, I want to put them in this category, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Just throw them in this category. They deserve to be in there Let's do it. Uh, yeah, with the other I bottom agree. feeders. I, I think that's perfectly acceptable, uh, especially for today's day and age. In this podcast, we are firm Steelers haters on this podcast. And I think that's okay. I think it's okay to be open about that. Um, let's let's move on to kind of this coming week. A uh, lot of interesting games this week. Trevor, what are you most excited to see? Yeah, so I'll just start it off with, with the best game of the week. Um, that is the Bills-Chiefs. Uh, I, I got to go with this one. Um, it's a Sunday night game, rightfully so. I can't wait for this game. I, I think Ben already mentioned it. But uh, this is truly, obviously, the AFC uh, championship rematch. This is truly the best game of the week. I can't wait for it because, as we kind of mentioned, yes, the Bills, recovering from their loss to the Steelers in Week 1, have shut out two teams. They beat the Dolphins 35-0, beat the Texans 40-0. Now they are finally playing a really good team, to say the least. The Chiefs, who despite the fact that they are 2-2, you look at a lot of their advanced stats, especially offensively, and the numbers are still very good. It's really their defense that's kind of holding them back here, allowing 30 points to the Chiefs, 30 to the Chargers, 36 to the Ravens, 29 to the Browns. Their defense needs to get together, but this game is going to be very good. Um, I it, The game's an arrowhead, and, and I know a lot of people are like, oh, this game is the Bills' Super Bowl. I think it actually might be the Chiefs' Super Bowl, too. I think the Chiefs, they're 2-2. Two and two. I think they're going to have a lot to play for. I think the Chiefs are going to edge out the Bills here. It's going to be a very close game, but I think the Chiefs end up getting the dub here. Yeah, I mean, obviously that's going to be a good game. Uh, I, I don't think we should sleep on this Browns-Chargers game. I'm so excited about this one at the 4 o'clock slot. Um, it's going to be a really, really great game. Uh, real, real test for the Browns. The Browns have played... Uh, Four teams, one of which is the Chiefs, who they lost to. The other three were against, you know, whoever. And, and no one that great. Um, and Baker's looked terrible the last two games. Uh, we'll see how he looks against the Chargers team. That is very, very good that we'll get pressure on him. Um, so I'm very, very excited for that game. Ben, any other game you are looking forward to, or are you ready to make your prediction? Well, I'll say you guys said that I think the two best games, um, obviously Chiefs-Bills is, I think, by far the best game. I think Browns-Chargers is a great game. I would have said both those games as well. There's two other games I want to mention real quickly. Obviously, one I got to mention, Bengals-Packers. And I think the Packers are, what, like a three-point favorite? They should be more. I think the Packers will win. But if the Bengals win, now we're talking here a little bit. 4-1, and one, beat the Packers. I'll be interested. Until then, I'm not going to say anything about the Bengals because I still don't think they're that great. Um, but I do think that's something to watch Joe Burrow versus Aaron Rodgers. A lot of people say that you know Joe Burrow 
they they see some Aaron Rodgers in him. I'm not saying he's going to be Aaron Rodgers, but they they have the same demeanor and they kind of have the same type of play style a little bit. So that might be something interesting to, to look out for on Sunday. Um, other game, and this is not something I don't think I've heard any of the media talk about this game, but I want to I want to mention it. Lions Vikings might be a fantastic game because both teams suck, um, and Lions might get a win. I'm I'm all for the Lions fans. I feel so bad for Lions fans. They have a special place in my heart. They've been through a lot of crap the last, I don't know, as long as Lions have been basically in existence. I would love nothing more than to see the Lions get a victory against the Minnesota Vikings, and I do think that they could do it. So that's a game I might be looking out for because um, it might be an ugly game, but those are the type of games that the the Detroit Lions are going to have to win, and I think they might be able to do it on Sunday. Yeah, we're going to have to see. Um, so let's let's start off with our predictions here. Um, and I, I guess I'll go first. Um, I'm doing, what did I say I was doing? Giants-Cowboys, right, Charlie? Yeah. I forget. All right, Giants-Cowboys. Um, so I'm going to go Cowboys by 14 in this game at home. Uh, the line is minus 7. Definitely think they're going to surpass that one. Cowboys are a lot better than Giants. 14 points to the Cowboys. Uh, ben, our, our 3-0. Uh, you have all three points. I don't know if we set the score. I already forgot. It's a little bit late here at this recording time, but I think you have all three points. So, Ben, what is your prediction for this week? Yeah, so I got to go to the Raiders-Bears game. Um, and I I think, you know, Justin Fields named the starter. I think he'll play well. I really do. I think Justin Fields will play really well. Um, I think the Raiders are the better team, so I'm going to pick the Raiders to win this game. But I don't think it's going to be a blowout. The Raiders are five-and-a-half-point favorites. I think they cover that, but I don't think this game's going to be um, over bef- you know, before the fourth quarter. I think it's going to come down to the last couple possessions. I'll take the Raiders by seven in that one. Interesting, interesting. Trevor, your prediction to wrap up the episode. All right, so this week I'm going with the Panthers-Eagles game. Um, obviously, you know, not as great of a showing for the Eagles recently. Um, I do think they're going to lose this game as well, but I think it'll be close. I think we'll get some more flashes from Jalen Hurts because I still do really like Jalen Hurts. I'm, uh, I guess I would say I'm kind of a Jalen Hurts believer, but I do think the Panthers have looked very mm-hmm. good. I think they will edge them out by four points. I have the Panthers uh, being the Eagles by four. Interesting. I don't think that's nearly enough, but we'll have to see. Maybe you'll prove me wrong. Um, but I think we'll wrap up today's episode um, here. Uh, thank you all so much for listening, as always, showing all the support to us. I uh, really, really appreciate it. Of course, follow us on Twitter at the Small Baller or click the link in the description um, so you keep up to date when all of our podcasts go live. Uh, we'll be back with this podcast next Sunday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Stay tuned for that. Leave a five-star review uh, and just a review itself uh, if you enjoy the, the episode. I, I read all of them, and I very much appreciate every review. Uh, but with that being said, thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you guys next time. Go Falcons!